You're listening to Small Business Wife, where our goal is to empower, edify, and equip all you small business owning wives. If you're looking for a community of like-minded people to support you along this journey, you're in the right place. Join us every week as we dig into the realities of business owning as a family. Hi guys, welcome to the Small Business Wife podcast. I'm Amanda and I'm here with my best friend, Emily Brignola. Hi guys. And we have a super special guest today. We have my wonderful husband, Darby Hanpa, here with us today. Hello. Yes. So I'm going to turn it over to these two because um, we are super stoked. Uh, and Emily's going to ask Darby all the questions about vision casting, how you get your people behind your vision, all the fun things. Yeah. Thanks for, we really appreciate you coming on, Darby. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited. All right. So do you want to just like jump in and we're going to discuss vision casting? You're ready for it. Yeah, I'm yeah? super ready. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, this is obviously something that I'm passionate about and, um, you know, haven't honestly always been passionate about because there's a big difference between um, just having the vision and then also communicating the vision. Those are two very different things. So myself, I'm very, you know, driven and I can um, think about the things I want or where I want to be, what my goals are, you know, and like kind of like the end game side of things. But as you work towards building that business, if your vision is bigger than just yourself, which it should be, uh, eventually you're going to have to communicate that to other people in a way that gets them excited about it um, and hopefully get some buy-in from them and they get on board with that too. So that's been a journey for me a little bit. Um, you know, being married to Amanda and then also just running the, the gym as we're running it now, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So when did that change? Cause you said you weren't always passionate about it. So what was kind of the catalyst to make you like see how important vision is? Yeah, I think, I think like, um, the recognition of the difference between vision and casting the vision is something that, um, gradually changed as like, um, I got more and more into like leadership and business owning. Uh, whereas it's something I kind of did naturally since, you know, I was a kid. I've always been like, you know, kind of like one of those people who go out and do the thing regardless of whether or not someone else is going to follow, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then um, sometimes some people will follow and uh, not sure exactly why, but looking back, it's probably because. Um, you know, whatever we were doing, whether it was like, you know, I, I, I often think back to like when I was in fifth grade, right. And, uh, we had this big, um, snow hill on the playground and, uh, we would play, you know, King, King of the Hill there. Right. right? And yeah. you just throw kids off the hill and of stuff course. like that. And there was like a group of kids, uh, who were like the ones that would notoriously be the King's of the hill. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I would rally up another group of kids and we would try to throw them off the hill, right? Mm-hmm. And this is, I don't know, you know, that's like what recess was back in the day. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, so, so um, yeah, so I just think back to times like that, like fifth grade, where, where I just started to realize like, wow, like people like get on board with some of these ideas and stuff like that, regardless of how crazy they might be. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a big kid and I've never been a big kid, you know, so it was probably really unrealistic for me to try and be the king of the hill, you know, in fifth grade. But um, that was... Uh, that was, you know, when I started to realize like, oh, I get ideas and then I go for those ideas and sometimes people follow. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, fast forward to like uh, after, you know, graduating high school, I went into ministry a little bit and uh, started 
you know, with our school there, um, you know, there was like opportunities for like travel for missions and that kind of thing. And there would be like um, t- leading teams and, you know, different projects, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, there I got to exercise those skills again, where it's like, you know, you have these um, these projects, whether it's for like hurricane relief or, you know, whatever we're doing at the time um, that need to get done. And it's not always like glamorous and it's not always, but it's easier to get on board with the vision of like, oh man, we got to help these people mm-hmm. who've gone through something terrible, you know, <laughs> and uh, communicate it to people, even though, you know, we're sleep deprived, we've been traveling and um, the work isn't glamorous and there's bugs and there's, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. Um, so I got to exercise those skills there of just like, I could see the vision and everybody else there believes in the vision because, you know, that's why we went down to Texas for hurricane relief was because right. people needed it. But in those moments, we have to re-communicate that vision um, in a way that's bigger than the cockroaches that are post-flood, you know, mm-hmm. hot weather cockroaches, which are Probably big, right? Bags. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, so that's kind of like maybe how um, when I started to recognize like the benefits of being able to like communicate vision and uh, in a way that helps us, you know, we can see the end goal a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, but um, the path to the end goal is always less glamorous, right? Yeah. It's way, way less exciting. So if in that moment you can get, you know, yourself and other people doing the things that kind of suck mm-hmm. because we believe in the vision, they can see it clearly and they believe they're going to get there, you know, we can accomplish some really great things and we, even if we have to do, you know, the tedious, not glamorous, not fun work, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so that's like, after that, you know, after um, going to school, eventually starting, you know, my own business, um, we, uh, Amanda and I, we started the cleaning company first, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, there's probably nothing less glamorous than cleaning. And yeah. it's hard to communicate passion about that to people who are like, most cases they could work, yeah, yeah, any any other, like, entry-level job, you know what I mean? And you don't expect somebody who's working for you at the cleaning company part-time to be there for a long time. Right. You know, but be you have to... Be super passionate Yeah, and be it. super passionate about that. Um, but, you know, even there, you have to be able to communicate something in order to get the end result, mm-hmm. you know, for your client. Um, so that, and then lastly, like, the gym, you know, again, just started off with myself um, in the day to day. And then eventually like, um, Amanda running the back end of the business and making sure that things didn't fall apart there mm-hmm. while I'm doing the day to day, you know, the team eventually, um, you know, it was just the students that were communicating the vision to of like, Hey, like this is like a small beginning, you know, and, uh, we want to grow this into something that's going to have a real impact on our community, uh, helping people find confidence and fitness and, uh, you know, a, a community, away from work and away from home where they can find connections. So that's like what we try to communicate through, um, through the martial arts Academy. Right. Um, and so now I'm at a place where it's like, well, we've done these things. And I think a big part of that was recognizing like the difference between me believing at the end of the day, like, man, yeah, I want time freedom. I want financial freedom. You know, I want my kids to have uh, great education and the ability to go after their dreams and stuff. And all that's going to require resources. Yeah. Um, I want to spend time with my kids. I don't want to miss their youth while they're growing up. Um, and all of that was going to take building what we, what we're building now. Right. Yeah. Um, and then eventually realizing that's going to take more than just myself. That's going to take mm-hmm. other people doing this with us. 
and uh, and that's where the the casting of the vision has to has to come out of the um, the vision itself. So like the it was a really long, like, kind of rant on the evolution of That's fine. vision <laughs> casting and, like, having the vision, right? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like, like, if you go all the way back to, like, the, the, the playground and being like, man, the vision is, like, I am the king of the hill, right? And then mm-hmm. it's like, but I'm probably going to need a few other guys, so we can be the king of the hill, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's really appealing, you know? Um, and then just having somebody who's, like, passionate enough to believe that, like, we can do these things, like – is makes it easier to get on board with, right? Just mm-hmm. having that confidence. Um, and then fast forwarding to like now where we're like, you know, when we just started the gym, it was like, um, I'm, you know, I met a guy at the coffee shop who heard about jujitsu and heard I was starting the gym and he was like, Oh yeah, I would love to do that. Some of my friends at work trained jujitsu. I was like, well, our first class is on Tuesday. You should come. Mm-hmm. And our first class was like myself and like five other people the verse I use to kind of to paint the picture of, of the future is the one that says, do not despise these humble beginnings for from it, the Lord will produce a harvest. Mm-hmm. And believing that like from little things come great things, Yeah, you know, and just knowing that like we had five people in our first jujitsu class in like a broken down, you know, garage, basically mm-hmm. like a storage area that they were saying, yeah, you guys can train here. Uh, and believing that it's going to be, you know, what it's going to be today and then what it's going to be in the future. Holding on to that myself was good, but being able to communicate to, that to other people, that's what's necessary in order to get us to where we're at today. Right. So mm-hmm. that's a long, uh, the long way around of just kind of breaking down like, like you can have the vision. Okay, that's good, but you need to be able to communicate that vision to get there. And I suppose we could talk a little bit more about like, like how to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to dive into actually both of those concepts. Like how do you cast vision for yourself like how do you like in the day-to-day a decide where you want to go and all of the details of what that looks like because it's not just this is the life I want to have and then also like after you have that and you're ready to bring other people into it how do you communicate it so if you want to start like yeah yeah, absolutely cast vision okay so here's so so let's go with the the first thing that you're saying like how do Mm -hmm. you get the vision in the first place right Um, there's a very fine line, um, between being a dreamer and somebody who daydreams and thinks about things, um, and imagines great things and being somebody who has a vision for things that actually accomplishes those things. That's great. Okay. That's super important. Yeah. This is huge. This is big because, um, you know, like you get people who have like, amazing imaginations and amazing like um ideas um there's lots of people in my life who have been like they have ideas for great inventions they have great imaginations for like um you know just like stories and things like that like maybe they'd be great writers or maybe they'd be great you know um on on that side of things and then there's people who have like really pragmatic ideas that are way bigger than themselves Mm -hmm. um and even today we think like you know Personally, like if you're after success and you think about your life in the future, like whether you want that time, freedom, financial freedom or whatever it is, like like all of that is just um, ideas. They're just thoughts. Mm -hmm. It's just you imagining things. So you have like this like you can have an awesome, a vivid, 
imagination. And that's like definitely like I've had a very vivid imagination. You know, I was probably like <laughs> one, even though I had like a lot of siblings, like, like I'd be fine playing outside by myself mm-hmm. the entire day because I'm in my own world. Right. Yeah. Um, or playing in my room by myself with my toy cars and everything, because it's like this entire world in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of that, if it doesn't translate into like real life, it can be wasted, can be completely wasted, right? So starting to take ideas and go from like what's in your head and trying to bring that into reality is something that you want to start immediately. If you're a person who says, one day I would like to do such and such, right? The challenge for you is to stop saying the first part of that sentence. Stop saying one day I would like to. Mm-hmm. And start saying, how can I today do this? Mm-hmm. And then you would most likely, if your idea is big enough, which it should be, you're going to say that's impossible, right? I can't do this mm-hmm. today. And that's good because now you have a sense of like, okay, there's a difference between what's in my head and what's in reality. And if I want to bring this thing into reality at some point, I'm going to have to bring this all the way back from the big picture all the way back to where I'm at presently, which is like most cases for for people starting out as entrepreneurs, it's like I literally have nothing. I have no money. I have no, you know, no have resources. A, yeah, exactly. No anything. So how do I go from this to being able to have, you know, whatever your end game is, like if it's, you know, to have land or properties, assets, real estate, whatever, or family and, you know, um, you know, means like if that's the end game, you have to reverse engineer it. Yeah. You know, so I can't do all of this, but what can I do is what you need to start asking. Instead of saying one day I would like to, the challenge for you is to stop saying one day. Okay. You can, you can vision, you can dream, you can like, but chances are you already do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think people have a hard time doing that stuff. That's right. That's an essential part of the of the, of the puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you aren't somebody who dreams and who visions or does vision boards and write things out, start doing that stuff. That's a great practice. So do the vision boards, do the dreams, where you want to be, the end result, and then you have to reverse engineer it to back to where you're at currently, right? Mm-hmm. You're, or sorry, look at where you're at currently and draw the map, right. right? So, but most people have a harder time with that, cutting off the first words of that sentence, like one day I'd like to. Nope, can't say that anymore. Mm-hmm. Say, how can I today... Mm-hmm. do this right okay um and that's that's the first step from taking like the vision um and starting to bring it towards reality so like um you just started your bookkeeping business somewhat yes. recently right mm-hmm. you've been doing it for a little while mm-hmm. right but but then taking the actual like leap towards like really going for it right mm-hmm. okay so um for you, we talked maybe two years ago or so, yeah. right? Somewhere in there, like about about you um, being a business owner, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and at some point, you had to, like, you know, you had to decide. Okay, like, I'm going to, I, I know where I want to end up, mm-hmm. right? Which is where? How would you tell people where you want to end up? Um, I would love to have a business that supports small business owners, yeah. specifically in the zero to five employee range. Um, and I want to have a team of people who are passionate about supporting small business owners. Like, honestly, that's genuinely it. Like yeah. for the, for the business, for myself, like I 
want to be able to do that from home. And I want to be able to do that in 20 to 30 hours a week, whether that's like me managing the clients or managing bookkeepers. Um, so I would, I mean, that's, a, that's all a lot of details, but like, but, it, but it's really, I mean, it's not a lot of details, right? Okay. That's it's not, it's like, it's very straightforward. It's like, oh man, I want to have a business that supports small businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to, I want to have like, you know, five to seven employees. I want to be able mm-hmm. to support teams of five to seven employees, like with the end goal being like, that's part of the mission in and of itself is being able to help small businesses. Right. Which yeah. is like very admirable and probably fulfilling for you. Oh yeah. Right. And finances is something that most small business owners hate. Like yeah. it's the details of like, where's my money coming from? Where is it going? How can I like achieve this dream when I have to spend money on these things? Like it's all like entrepreneurs, I feel like are more vision focused. Yeah. This is where I want to go. And like the details of the day to day are are boring, frustrating. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. So So I almost fell asleep while you were talking, but, (laughs) um, sorry, no, but that's the point, right? It's like, okay, so that's cool. Like that's where you want to go is like, one, you're passionate about that. That's cool. And then um, I'd imagine for you there's some level of, like, financial stability, freedom, legacy that you're working towards for you yeah. personally, actually, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that you, you hope that maybe, like, this business or these businesses can provide for you, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, and so you go from that to, like, and then you're like, oh, man, a lot of people struggle with finances, mostly for me because I'm like, man, that's boring, and I don't want to – hear about all the reasons why I can't do the big vision that's in my head, right. which is what finances is, right? Yes, <laughs> you don't have the money. Yeah, you can't do this. Yes. Um, but that's where you become super valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Is because now it's like, okay, when you're communicating that to somebody else, you know, you probably don't lead with like, um, you know, I work with numbers and I try to balance, you know, people's budgets and, no. you know, you probably don't lead with that kind of stuff, no. right? Like, I lead with what is your goal five years from now yeah. and like, what do you feel like is standing in the way of you accomplishing that? And how do you think that getting control of your finances can help you accomplish that? Yeah. Which is awesome because now you're communicating vision to them. You're helping mm-hmm. them communicate vision back to themselves, right? Yeah. Okay. But, but also you're communicating like, like, what your business does, you're painting a picture for them mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't sound super terrible. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds good, right? It's like, oh yeah, I really do. Like, I need to know this for my business. Otherwise we will not get where we're trying to go. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I remember where it is, we're trying to go, what it takes to get there and the obstacles that get in the way, we can solve these problems here. Yeah. And we're going to need the financial piece in order to do that. Um, so, and that's like, that's like what Amanda does that so well. Like, yeah. you know, like, I'm just like, I'm the imagination. I'm like, wow, let's do this great thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And Amanda's like, cool. Also, we're going to need to organize this in a way that yes. makes sense, right? <laughs> so, which to me is like, okay, that's cool. I value systems. I value organization. But also, this is terribly boring. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on, you know, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I can't. You know, I can't get on board with it if it's just said like, no, we got to get all the SOPs in line and we got to do all this stuff so that way we can be like an awesome bureaucracy or, mm-hmm. you know, like, yes. no, that's terrible. That's not the goal either, you know, but we do need a system and a way of doing things, mm-hmm. a best practice, a way of doing things, because if I don't have best practices for the gym, then eventually what's going to happen is um, if I want to invest in more people than what I'm able to reach myself, mm-hmm then somebody's going to get hurt along the way. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. someone's going to sign up for the gym. They're going to pay a fee for a service and then they're not going to get that service because we didn't put a system in place of ensuring that the instructor on that mat was going to be teaching things to the level of quality that I'm innately going to do because I care so much about the business. Right. Right. So the systems have to come back to the vision at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have to like understand that that's why systems are so important. Like is, is because it's going to affect the outcome. Mm-hmm. Right. We have to go back to that picture. So like, that's that's kind of like the idea is like, and why why I was like asking you that question I was like yeah. well what what would you tell people about your businesses because like everything we're doing if we want somebody else to care about it they need to be able to see it mm-hmm. right and like that's the definition of vision right is right. being able to see so at the end of the day it's like I need to be able to see things and then I need to be able to help you see things but mm-hmm. the trick is like we all see things differently mm-hmm. right. Like, just like there's, like, so many different animals out there, they have, like, very unique eyes, like, that are very different. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that one, do you know what the heck that, uh, what is that, um, that shrimp, there's a shrimp that has, like, has, like, so many, um, like, different, has, like, 16 different types of, um, like, you know how our eyes have, like, cones and yeah. rods, like, for yeah. seeing it day and night and different colors and everything? Mm-hmm. Well, like, this shrimp, it sees, like, more colors than like we can even imagine right like it's super unique animal seems unnecessary but yeah that's great. okay <laughs> but it's really good at vision right mm-hmm. um and then there's like you know birds have way better vision than us and they see completely differently than that shrimp does right mm-hmm. and then there's you know animals that like have like spiders have like tons of eyes and they perceive light completely differently you mm-hmm. know but what we're doing here in this like business where we have different strengths is once it comes to communicating vision and building something bigger than yourself, you have to be able to speak um, vision in a way that helps somebody who sees differently than you see the picture that you see in your head. Yeah. So I, I can't speak my language to you, Emily, mm-hmm. about helping us get where we're going. I have to speak your language to you, mm-hmm. right? Or communicate like the way I see things in a way that you find valuable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't value what I'm saying because you don't like, you know, you think somebody who has great vision is just a dreamer and they're never actually going to put these things into practice or they're kind of like unrealistic or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to find a way to get that vision um, down to a more practical, pragmatic size, even if it moves our business just a little bit closer to where I'm trying to go in my head. Yeah. Right. I have to communicate it in a way that you find valuable. Mm-hmm. And I have to do the same thing for Amanda, communicate it in a way that she finds valuable. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> we're going to speak different languages, Amanda and I. Yes. Um, we do way better now than we used to, right? <laughs> yeah. She says yes. Yeah. So, so, yeah, like we do way better than we used to, but still, sometimes we're like, you know, we'll push each other's buttons and like mm-hmm. not understand where we're going. Like she doesn't understand why, like, I think we need to be making, you know, at least a million a year to try to start to get where we're going. Right. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of people will hear that and they're like, what? Why? That doesn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. You know, but if, if you line it up with like, well, what your core values are and you want to help other people do the same and you feel like there's an abundance of resources in the world that resources aren't finite, but that the distribution of resources is what needs help. And the best way to do that is to help people understand their potential and um, build pathways to helping them get there. Like that's, that's a different story. And you're like, you know, maybe perhaps you're like, oh yeah, I actually do want this person to have the resources to be able to invest in other people. Mm -hmm. Or I could say like, I don't want my kids to, um, you know, 
be bound by a limited finite amount of resources. I want them to have the ability to, um, to leverage resources and to go uh, explore the world if that's what they want to do, make a difference yeah. in the world, you know, and that requires resources. So, um, you know, on one hand, you know, most people, a lot of people will just be put off by saying like, oh yeah, we want to make a million dollars a year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, other people, you know, get on board with it, but it's probably because they understand it differently. And if you can communicate to somebody like, no, like, I don't think there's like a finite amount of wealth. I think that you get to create wealth by providing value. Like, mm -hmm. and you can start having those conversations that again, you're communicating a vision about that end game and trying to help people by speaking their language, mm -hmm. get where it is you're trying to go. So, yeah, um, yeah I think that kind of like at least tells you a little bit about where I'm coming from, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. So now practically speaking with your team, because you guys, I mean, you've had a team like supporting you of like coaches and, and just people like in your business who are um, like supporting your goals and your vision. But recently you've brought people on staff and are now like even still building that staff. Yeah. How do you communicate the vision and what you want them to do? Mm -hmm. I know you said, spoke to that a little bit briefly in saying like you have to speak their language, but like, yeah. so how, what does that look like? What right. Does that look like, yeah. yeah. So um, right now we have, a little under or over, depending on the week, 200 students at the gym. And um, we have maybe, uh, let's see, we've got like five or six coaches uh, for the classes. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, for our actual like paid staff, um, like not getting paid for coaches, but running, getting paid for stuff on the back end of the business. Mm -hmm. I have six of us right now. Okay. And that's just recent because we've been adding a couple people. Mm -hmm. um, and so we've got people like myself that probably pretty well tied to the business, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't have to like um, worry about like I visioneer for for myself and for the business and mm -hmm. with Amanda, but I don't have to worry about like communicating like the value of it to myself. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So we can cut me out. And then um, Amanda and I like our conversations like we'll accomplish that as well, kind of based on what we've been talking about so far. But once you start to work your way down, like um, the the ranks in a sense, you start to get people who might have less buy-in mm -hmm. because they're going to do other things with their lives and they yeah. should do other things with their lives, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's important to be able to help that person who's now a front desk person running part-time for the gym, getting paid, you know, a part-time Salary. Yeah, a salary yeah. here. Like, like that person needs to believe in what they're doing, you know, as much as like I need to believe in what we're doing. That affects the quality of the product that we're producing, mm -hmm. right? So, so with them, I think what's super valuable and like for our team is like that they feel valued and that I recognize to them that this isn't their end all be all, mm -hmm. and I can't pretend that it is. I can't expect them to die on the mountain of our gym because like that's super unrealistic for them mm -hmm. and it'd be selfish of me to ask that of them mm -hmm. right so one of the first things i i try to do is um you know during the hiring process like i want to know who they are why they're interested where they're going why they want to do this right now mm -hmm. you know um and even if they have opportunity to grow within the company like i'm looking at that like 
you know, maybe somebody does want to be on, you know, executive staff one day and spend years with our gym. That's fine. Uh, if they're the right person for the job, but I want to hear things about what they want to do that is potentially different than what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, because then like I can actually value them by helping them get there or I can say, okay, this is not going to be a good fit for you. Right. But I, just because somebody wants to do something different, like Grace, she's doing a great job with our gym right now. She's setting appointments and uh, part working on uh, client retention, that kind of stuff. But she's probably not going to be doing this, you know, for a long time. Like this yeah. is this is uh, she's, you know, way more qualified than what she's currently doing. Mm -hmm. And she knows it and she should know it and she should pursue her own business endeavors. Right. Mm -hmm. But during this season, having those open communications I can say okay that's awesome that you want to go there it's really cool because like you know we wanted to do the same thing that's why we started our business you know in fact your role here is helping us get to this place mm -hmm. you know and one day I imagine you're going to want to actually have people working on your team doing the same thing right yeah. so let's learn what that's like today and you can learn from the ways that I, I do things right and you can learn from the ways that I do things wrong so you can make adjustments so that way your future business is going to be so much better from you having worked here. Mm -hmm. All right. And in the meantime, we got to make sure that we're taking care of the people that are coming through these doors. Okay. I want you to pretend like this is going to be your future business because how you practice here is going to be how you practice, how you play in the future. Right. Yeah. So communicating that to her in that way gives her a little bit of a vision. Like I can tell her what we're doing, why we do it. We want people to be confident. We don't want you know, kids to have a hard time standing up to bullies. We don't want kids to have a hard time, you know, uh, having the discipline to study for a test and do things that are, you know, um, tough for them. We want them to have the confidence mm -hmm. and the discipline to push through that stuff to give them a greater chance in life. You know, yeah. that's something that you can get on board with. And now I'm also communicating like, hey, this is how what you're doing is actually going to be best for you, mm -hmm. not just best for me. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like <laughs> we, we, if I can communicate to them how they get to be the king of the hill, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's going to help. And if the vision fits in there, you know, like um, the worst thing in the world was one day my brother, uh, <laughs> my brother told me like um, he was working in retail and he had, uh, he had a boss who was like, you know, your typical, um, your typical manager. Um, and uh, like he would, he would run the, 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 I don't know, like the stock team, like they would, mm -hmm unload the trucks and restock the, the shelves and that kind of thing. And they had to do it within a certain amount of time up to a certain, you know, you know, QC standard. And, um, and his boss was like, basically like, guys, like we need to get these trucks unloaded right now, you know? And then he's like about to go to lunch and he says, guys, like, you don't understand if we don't hit our goals this quarter, like I'm not going to get a bonus. And like, that was like his, his rally and cry. Yeah. His rally <laughs> cry was like, like, like I'm going to okay. miss my bonus. Right. Yeah. Or you hear jokes like people say, and you know, that, that motivates nobody. Right. And mm -hmm. Eric's like trying not to get his team to like just leave because mm -hmm. that job is not worth it to them. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to work for that guy. Um, or you hear the, the jokes about like the boss being like, you know, Hey man, we did, we did a great job this quarter. If you do this for like three more quarters, like, and just keep hustling, working hard, working overtime, you know, eventually I, I'm going to be able to get another Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. The guy, like the guy comes in and he's like, wow, boss, like that's a nice car. And he's like, thanks man. Keep up the good work. I can get another one. You know, like mm -hmm. who wants to work for that guy? Nobody. Literally nobody mm -hmm. wants to work for that guy. Right. Um, so that's like with the team we're looking at, we're like, okay, like we have to help these people like, like believe in what it is they're doing. So the one thing that I'll do on the vision side of things is, 
learn about who they are. (laughs) You know what I mean? Learn about who they are and where they're going. If they're a good fit for the company based on those things, then we can move forward. But then I still have the job of trying to communicate to them the value in what they're doing, how they're valued. They don't always care about how they're valuable to me Mm -hmm. or to the gym. Hopefully they care a little bit, you know? That would be nice. That would be great. Um, But people will care more about how you're helping them Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And if my goal primarily is to help them get where they're going, I'm going to get way better results on my way Mm -hmm. to where I'm going. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So then as we kind of wrap up, um, is there anything specifically that you – would like to tell people who are struggling to cast their own vision right now for themselves, any like advice that you would give to people who are like just starting out? Yeah, sure. So if you're having a hard time, you have to ask yourself like, do you know where you want to go? Like what you're trying to do? Mm-hmm. What, what's your goal and why? Like your, what your goal is, is important, but it will likely change over time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause you don't know what you don't know until you get out there and you start learning things, you know, you mm-hmm. start practically doing things and then you make decisions. Like I really wanted to have um, a million dollar gym location. And then I was like, talked to a lot of million dollar gym owners and uh, built ourselves like, you know, towards that. And then I was kind of like, we could get there these three ways and all of them just look annoying. So, <laughs> you know, I don't actually want, I that. don't actually want that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, so now I've got like, okay, I've got a little bit more financial freedom, a little bit more time freedom and decisions to make now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, um, it's more about your, why you're doing what you're doing than it is about what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, for people who have a hard time with the vision side of things about like, I don't know what to do. Um, you got to ask yourself, well, like, what are you passionate about? What drives you? Are you doing this because other people are doing it? Like, because you hang around with a lot of entrepreneurs, but really deep down, you're like not an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's just actually not who you are. Yeah. Then don't feel bad that that's not who you want to be. Like you can be that person who, you know, champions the vision of another company that you believe in, because that's going to be, you're going to be the best at like assisting somebody getting where they're going and they'll be the best at helping provide you with the means to get where you want to go. You don't have to be the, you know, the, the vision leader. You do need a vision for your personal life, Mm -hmm. regardless of whether or not you're going to be the, the, you know, the business owner or whatever. So why is definitely the most important? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to know what you believe in, why about who you are, why you're here, um, like that kind of stuff. Um, And that's like plenty of, uh, you know, plenty of hours worth of conversation in and of itself. But Mm -hmm. that's what I would say. Start with your why and ask, you know, like, like what are the things that drive you and motivate you? Like some people are motivated by like, um, you know, injustice. They really want to see things that are wrong, righted. Um, Other people are really motivated by, um, you know, by um, competition or accomplishing things like that kind of thing. So why are you doing what you're doing? Does it give you fulfillment? Um, And then once you establish a really solid why, um, because I don't want to, you know, I don't want my kids to grow up the way I grew up or whatever it is. Once you really establish that and it's, you, you, you can test how strong it is um, by asking yourself, what is going to solve this? Why? Mm -hmm. And then you can start to paint this picture of like, 
you know, your vision, okay, my vision is going to be having that financial freedom and the time freedom. Those are big ones for me personally. Yeah. Right? Just time freedom and financial freedom. Those are big drivers for me because that gives me the ability to invest in other people at my discretion Mm -hmm. and to, you know, to do the thing, like to explore the world, do the things that I want to do, right? Um, Yeah, so once once you do that, like you can kind of like uh, start to go from your why to the end goal, right? The desired outcome. And then you can ask the big question of what it's going to take to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's lots of practical ways to, to walk that back. But, um, you know, a very, very simple one is uh, just, you know, asking, like once you have a clear definition of, of where it is that you want to go, um, asking what it's going to take to get there. And then going in, like, I guess to try and give you like a very specific example, you can go from the vision of time freedom and financial freedom to a dollar amount. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if you want to live on a quarter acre lot and just have your house paid off and, you know, you don't care because now you can travel, doesn't have to be a big house, um, you know, then you can say like, oh, that's only going to require like $130,000 a year in this area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can just walk it back like that from a dollar amount to what is it going to take to get me there? Mm -hmm. And then as you start to walk towards that, you're going to realize like what else it's going to take that you didn't think about, you know, to get you there. And then you're like, Oh, well I need more. Or I, or actually, you know what? I can do better with less, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, that's, that's what I would say to you. Like if you're having a hard time with like, like coming up with that, that vision, you got to start with your why and the things that motivate you, the things that drive you or challenge you to come up with um, the solution and the solution to that should be the vision. And I would encourage you to, um, let the sky be the limit on the vision side of things. Don't be bound by, um, your current situation and your current resources, take off all the reins and you're going to learn the most about, um, you know, who you are and why you think the way you do if you do it that way Mm -hmm. versus saying like, Oh, but this is all I have right now. I can't possibly do that. No, Take the time to take off all those restrictions and like really shoot shoot for the moon when you're starting to, with that vision, because um, you know when you start walking it out, you know reality will help correct all those. You know, yeah. But but if you don't start with like, you know, the big vision in the first place, um, you might lack the motivation and you might not actually see um, your potential at the end of the day. Yeah. You know. Great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Yes. I know that there's a lot of people who are going to get great value from this discussion. Um, I know that, I mean, people can decide, like, I want to have a business and I want to do this and I want to do that. But, like, practically speaking, how to get there and how to, like, keep your eye on the ball as you're going through it. Yeah. This is really helpful. And Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I thank you a ton for the opportunity and stuff. And uh, these are like real broad brush strokes because we're talking about vision, right? Yeah. Um, but if you want to get like even more practical, you know what I mean? Like like follow the people that you admire who are where you, you want to be. Um, talk to the people like who help people like yourself get from where you are to where you want to be, like coaches and those kind of things. Um, those have been super, you know, read books and uh, hire coaches. Like those have been like super big um things that have really helped me along the way. Mm-hmm. Great. Great advice. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming on. So we will see you guys next week. Uh, if you want to support us, you can go ahead and um, like or subscribe to any of the platforms that you're listening to the podcast. You can jump into the Facebook group. 
Um, that link is still going to be in our show notes. So if you haven't jumped in yet, go ahead and jump in. It's just a community of people who are going to be supporting each other on this business owning journey. And uh, we will see you next week.